Hey guys, I'm Megan Pistetto. Welcome to another episode of So Dramatic. Before we start the episode, I have a confession to make, a little surprise PSA. I lied to you all. Well, I didn't lie. I just didn't tell you something. So I've actually been MIA for the past two weeks. I was off having surgery, not expecting any sympathy because it was elective. I just had a nose job and an eyebrow lift. Pause for dramatic effect. Actually, let's be honest. Pause for the trolls and hate listeners. Let's give them some time to insert a Michael Jackson joke or two because I know they will be dying to. Yes, at this rate, I'm basically just handing them content on a silver platter. You're welcome. Anyway, new face, same bitch. And yes, it was fucking painful, but I was in very good hands. I was with the best doctor in the business. His name is Dr. Zachariah. He's from Double Bay in Sydney. I do have to give him a shout out because he is amazing. It was only two weeks ago and I've already almost fully recovered. So praise be to Dr. Zachariah. He's actually done a lot of famous faces in his time. So Megan Marks from The Bachelor has gone to him. Stacey Hampton from Maths. Shelby from Love Island. Tamara from Maths. And I think even Kiki Morris and Nicole Wood from The Bachelor also go there for their treatments. So he's the best. And I knew I was in very good hands and I didn't have to alarm anyone or let my competitors get wind that I was out of action. Not that I really was, because let's be honest, I was still working the entire time, except for the five hours that I was on the operating table for, obviously. Funny story, actually. The minute I came out of the surgery, they were like, do you want something to eat? Do you want a drink? And I was like, no, just hand me my phone, please. I've got pictures to post, emails to reply to, messages to send, et cetera, et cetera. I could barely see out of my eyes because they were almost completely shut from swelling and I was still posting on the gram. Drama never sleeps. Anyway, I am sorry for deceiving you all and not being transparent that the episodes were pre-recorded. Not that anyone noticed anyway. We still had the usual two episodes a week because I pre-recorded four episodes before the surgery because the show must go on. Rain, hail or shine. (laughs) Should I say rain, hail or surgery? And I think I did okay to keep the gossip coming during my two weeks off. Most of you didn't even notice I was practically dying of pain on my deathbed. (laughs) Abracadabra, step right up. That is a real talent right there, guys. Some Harry Potter wizardry. The reason I didn't mention it before is because I was a bit anxious before the surgery, not gonna lie. So I didn't really wanna talk about it. I didn't wanna think about it until it was all over. But I wouldn't hide something like that from you guys. Not that I could because I basically (laughs) got a whole new face, but still, I wanted to be transparent and I did have a lot of people asking if I was okay because (laughs) Telv mentioned on his Instagram that I'd been in surgery and he was laughing at my swollen face and how I looked. He basically publicly shamed me 
And then I also mentioned on my Instagram that I'd been in surgery because I got attacked for not going to the Australia Day protest, which was literally the day after my surgery. So there was no way I could have gone. I couldn't even open my eyes. So yeah, thank you for checking in and asking if I was okay. I'm fine. I don't want any sympathy. It was all self-inflicted. So yeah, first episode back with my new face, exciting stuff. And that's why I haven't addressed the Married at First Sight reunion until now. Not that it matters because every single thing that I said was going to happen at the reunion happened. Someone give me a Walkley award already, honestly. At this rate, I could probably even qualify as a certified psychic. Let's quickly rehash the maths reunion now because there was a lot of good content to come out of that. We can't skip over it. We can't pretend it didn't happen. Where do I even start? Um, I think I've still got chronic fatigue from all the drama that occurred this week. I knew the reunion was going to be chaos the minute that I saw Jessica Power had worn a white dress to the dinner party because wearing a white dress to a maths dinner party is like waving a red flag to a bull. And while we didn't get an encore of Dean, AKA Visions and Tracy rapping, we did get an encore of Troy and his chaotic energy and an encore of NASA and his trolling antics, which saw him walk out of the show as Australia's biggest troll, a badge of honor that he wears with pride. We also got Martha talking about diffusing cellulite on her ass. Yes, that is not a mispronunciation from me. Believe it or not, diffusing cellulite on her ass, which is basically the 2021 version of Hemingway. Oh my God, speaking of Martha, did you guys notice the fancy new job titles that the producers gave all of the contestants? I was dying. So Martha has gone from a makeup artist, she skipped being an influencer somehow, and she's gone straight to digital talent. Yes, I'm using those little air quote things. So digital talent, I'm guessing, is basically a fancier way of saying influencer and a less fancier way of saying TV star. NASA has gone from... Actually, I don't even know what NASA did before maths. I don't even think he had a job. I'll have to look that up. I don't even think he... I honestly don't think he worked. Anyway, NASA is now apparently a full-time social commentator. Air quotes again, guys. Look, I must have missed that memo and God help our society if that is true. <laughs> he honestly poses a bigger threat to humanity than the coronavirus. Ryan is now a comedian. Not that we were able to tell because he didn't say a single funny thing the entire time. Like, honestly, if he's a comedian, what the hell does that make me? Like, that must make me fucking Dave Chappelle or something. Then we have Mike. Mike is now a cosmetic tattooist. So that must mean he's doing like feathered eyebrows or something like that. Oh my God, wasn't Mike just a little villain in the wings? I actually forgot how angry I was at him for what he did to Heidi back in 2018. And reliving and rewatching that show reel honestly gave me like PTSD. It made me so angry all over again. Mike is about as charming as all of my ex-boyfriends put together. He's basically just Tinder personified. And this is gonna sound harsh, but it's true. If I had to choose he would definitely be the person that I would put forward to test the COVID vaccine on first. Just saying. <laughs> I hope you guys appreciate my dark sense of humor by now. So to summarize, basically three out of the five contestants have real jobs. 
Anyway, it was fun to see the millionth crucifixion of Dean Wells for his fake affair from his fake marriage three years ago and the ghost of Sam Ball creating more tears than a river in a Justin Timberlake song. But the obvious highlight for me had to be Cyrell throwing the wine on Jessica Power's face. I think I've watched it in slow-mo now about 500 times. Savage AF. Even though Martha has been there and done that, and she did it in red wine, which we all know stains way more than white, it was still a very dramatic scene. M15 plus rated, possibly R, and definitely added a bit of spice to the dinner party. She definitely got a pay rise from the producers. Cyril went in with a game plan. She knew what she was doing. It's not her first rodeo. And in the aftermath of that explosive scene, the drama just seemed to spill out of their sippy cups and onto social media, which we love. We stand on this show. Go to So Dramatic Podcast on Instagram to catch up on all the stuff that happened outside of the show. I was documenting it all in real time on there. Um, and I've got a highlight reel set up as well because I did a Q&A. There was a lot of questions coming in like, why are Jess and Innes and Martha not friends? So I've answered that. It's all in the highlight reel. Check it out. And I'm also going to touch on a few of those things later in the episode with our special guest. But honestly, who needs friends when you have enemies like Married at First Sight stars? <laughs> One drama that was playing out off the screens was between Cyrell and Jessica Power. This feud has been going on for a number of years now and things got so heated on social media that... <laughs> Cyrell and Eden Daly's son, Boston, even weighed in on the drama. He broke his silence. He spoke for the first time ever on the bitter feud between his mummy, Cyrell, and her arch nemesis, Jessica Power. So Boston's first ever words were, don't worry, mummy. Don't listen to the negativity. I'm proud of you. What a clever and mature little boy. He is just wise beyond his years, I swear. So I shared this on Instagram and then <laughs> Boston actually left me a comment to me personally. So his second words were, Hey guys, it's Cyrell's mom. I'm the one who controls the account. Thank you for reposting. I know some of you may have found this funny, but in our family, we support each other. Happy to make some of you smile. I'd appreciate no mockery towards my grandson. Otherwise, please just don't swear in front of the food. <laughs> you could not make this shit up. But wait, there's more. Boston then started following me on Instagram. I got a follow back and he slid into my DMs as well. Can I just add that Baby Boston is literally the only guy currently sliding into my DMs? Cute. So Boston slid into my DMs and he invited me to his first birthday party, which is this weekend. Honestly, life made. Life fucking made. Mark your diaries with this important date. And if I die or go missing, you know the drill. Make sure to include this important life milestone on my obituary as well. RIP me. Now I've got an update. Just before recording, Boston actually left another comment somewhere. Let me just find it. Just in from baby Boston. He said, 
two days till my first birthday. Mwah. I don't think I'll be going to the party as much as I want to because unfortunately his parents are not my biggest fan. So sorry, Boston, I will not be RSVPing to your party, but happy birthday to baby Boston in two days. So cute. Everyone go on Boston's page and wish him a happy birthday. Also, before the haters come for me, yes, this segment was inspired by the segment they've got in Call Her Daddy when they do Baby Alessi. But I was just so excited that Australia has their very own Baby Alessi in Baby Boston. So if you see any like cute or funny comments from Baby Boston, please send them to my inbox so we can keep the Baby Boston segment going because Baby Boston is a star. He's a born star. He's born into reality TV royalty. We've got to give him the clout that he deserves. He's going to be a child star before he knows it. LOL at me, like pimping Baby Boston out like Chris Jenner style and he's not even my child. <laughs> Man, RIP me. Guys, before we get into today's episode, just some super quick housekeeping. Grab a bucket, grab a mop. If you could please take a second to leave a rating and a review, I will give you my firstborn child if you do. And that firstborn child may or may not be called Baby Boston the second. Subscribe if you haven't already. Make sure you're following me on all my socials, Instagram at SoDramaticPodcast underscore, at Megan Pistetto, and Twitter at SoDramaticPod. And don't forget to join my cult, aka the Facebook community. That's So Dramatic Podcast when you search in groups. Guys, don't forget the So Dramatic merch is available at sodramaticmedia.com. I'll also leave a link in the show notes for the new website. Go and check it out. And while you're there, make sure you also sign up for the newsletter slash VIP club. Put your names on the list. Put your names on the door. Lining up is for losers. Coming up today, I have such a juicy episode for you guys. It is some real Martin Scorsese shit, a drama masterpiece. I have season six Married at First Sight star slash villain Jessica Power, aka one of the most controversial brides ever, who was surprise, surprise at the center of all the drama at the recent Married at First Sight All Stars reunion. She is coming on to dish all the dirt about what went down during and after the reunion. She's going to spill all the tea about what juicy bits didn't make it to air and unpack all of the scandals that unfolded after the show, including that shocking video that Sarah Rosa posted of her and her ongoing bitter feud with Cyrell and Eden. She also talks about her feud with Innes, her new friendship with Martha and her new boyfriend rapper Filthy Phil. Plus, lots more. So much drama, so little time. Let's get into the show. Do not fight amongst yourselves. Please come to me. So we confirm or deny. At least you're honest with me. So exclusive. Hey, Jess. Hi. Oh, no. Here's the chat. He's <laughs> double he's trouble. Like the oldest sister. The oldest sister, like, give me the goss, but also I'll give you advice chat from Megan. <laughs> oh, my God. How are you? Have you recovered from the reunion? <laughs> Gosh, you know what? When one thing ends, another starts with everything with with these shows. Like, 
you know, one minute everybody's like, okay, Jess is actually growing, she's matured. And I mean, come on, if there's been no personal growth in three years, like what's wrong with me? But then, you know, then there's, then there's like the video that Sarah posted, which was in no way supposed to be shown or, um, you know, interpreted like it was. And so now there's that. It's like just nothing nothing ever ends. One drama after the next. Drama never sleeps. It just never sleeps in my life. And I think Philip said to me the other day, both my partner, he goes, honey, I think you enjoy it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I actually don't enjoy it, babe. Like it just, it's just someone always just wants to have something to say. And, you know, I've sort of found sometimes with people, certain people, I don't know if anyone's going to be able to pick up on who I'm talking about, but... um. <laughs> You know, if, if my name is dragged into media, like they, they or my name's dragged onto their Instagram or their socials, they sort of get a bit of a media response. So, um, using coattail riders here and there. A bit of clout chasers. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and you know what? So good on you. Get that money, get that paper, make that bread, put some, put some meals on the table. But like, keep my name out of your mouth and stop making allegations about me. You know what? It's so especially ones that that interpret me mocking mental health because I do not do that. I'm going to get into that video a bit later. There's a lot to unpack there. Um, it's so funny that three years, well, two years later for you, that you, you know you're still as relevant as ever. You know what? Can't complain. <laughs> I can't complain. I can't complain. Sometimes, sometimes I do that. There are some days where I'm just like, you know what? I just want to like eat a whole wheel of cheese and not have an article written about it, or I would like to. Um, you know, be a normal 20, when I was 28, I'm 29 now, but I was dating for a long period after Jan, you know, there's, and everyone's like, oh, another boyfriend, oh, another boyfriend, oh, another boyfriend. Like, I would like to be a normal girl who dates guys, meets idiots, or, you know, realizes two weeks into it that they're not the right person for me, or I don't see a future with them, and I break up, and I move on, but it's like not in the public eye, so I'm not, like, slut-shamed, or, you know, like, have this barrage of nasty messages. I think Philip's already copped quite a few messages from people saying, "Used to won't last," or "Wait until she cheats on you," or whatever else. And Aww. it's like, God, it's like you know, this forever because I swapped on a television show <laughs> two, two, three years ago. I'm just going to carry this stigma as you know that that girl. And it's the same with Lizzie. You know, Lizzie got got fat shamed on our show from Sam and she's forever going to have those sorts of articles like has Lizzie Lizzie's dramatic weight loss. Lizzie's um, you know, we're worried about Lizzie's health or just things you like it she'll forever have that stigma as the girl with the weight problem and I will forever have that stigma as the girl that is a skank. Aww. And it's just it's horrible that these reality shows sort of put those stigmas on us and it's sad because you know, it, this is what, and this is actually what Lizzie said at the reunion. She said it's horrible that she's forever going to have that stigma on her because of what she was labelled from a reality show. Like, mm, I guess that's what you guys sign up for. Ooh. It's the downfall if of I reality TV. Signing up for Megan, I mean, to know. So yeah, would I you take it, it back? Would you? Would you still do it if you knew? <sighs> if you had hindsight? Um, geez, I'm actually. You know what? Like that's a really good question, and I think if I wasn't as successful as I am, as, if I, if I didn't take, you know, everything I could from this from that platform and that moment of you know, um, you know, people being able to follow or you know give their support, I I, I would take it back. But oh, wow. I'm you know I'm really successful. I'm I'm you know I'm able to support my family. I'm able to you know happily live. Um, on my own in a beautiful house and, you know, have all the things I need and put myself through study and then I'm looking at opening up my own skin salon in the next year. 
you know, like there's these things that have come from it that are great. So I don't know. I don't know. So there has been some positives after all. After all the heartbreak, there's yeah. some positives. That's good to know. I think I need to write like a, you know, how to how to get a Jessica Powers guide on how to um, get over a breakup. You know what the worst thing, you know what though, like at least you were talked about. As NASA would say, there's nothing worse than being talked about than not being talked about. So you know can't complain. So funny about about NASA. What? Um, I was on the Kyle and Jackie O show. I think the day after the reunion, this the I think it was the night after the wine throwing. And um, anyway, you know how Kyle and Jackie O they always call somebody and they always go, oh well, we've got this person on the line. Oh they my keep God. talking about. Did so they ambush you with NASA? It was, <laughs> yeah, it was NASA. And Stop. I was actually saying, I missed that. And then NASA gets oh. He gets on and he's like, you know what, Jess, I agree with everything that you said. I think this person's that and I think that this person's that and I 100% agree with you. And then five minutes later, I get a screenshot of NASA on Cyrell's Instagram calling me a fake bitch. Oh, my God. He, he chops and changes so much. He's done that with oh, Cam and Jules. One minute he's like asking them for a selfie and then the next minute he's slamming them on his Instagram. He's, he's insane. Yeah, he is. He's, oh, oh, sorry, I can't say that because if I say that, it means I'm mocking mental health. <laughs> So let's get into the reunion. Let's start the reunion. I mean, where do we even start? It was so insane, like so much drama. I was in my element. How did you feel watching it all back? It was pretty full on. You had the wine um, thrown in your face. Oh, yeah, the wine. God. I mean, it wasn't all that I had in my face that night. They cut actually a lot of scenes out from that night where um, there was five times where I, I tried to actually remove myself from the situation with Cyril. She'd had she'd started on multiple people before me. I was just the last victim on her little checklist of people, and um, she called. She actually, I, I caught my eye. She caught my eye down the end of the dinner table, and she said, like, sort of, um, you know, motioned with her hand to come down the end of the dinner table, and I was like, okay. And I only had one glass of wine. I think I was still sipping it the whole time because I just knew, I just knew in my head something was coming. So I came down the end of the dinner table and I sat down, and I wanted to be. I wanted to look open. I didn't want to have my arms crossed. I didn't want to look defensive. I didn't want to look like I was, you know, in any way um, not going to be able to engage with her. I wanted her to be able to say her piece. And so I must have had a smile on my face. <laughs> anyway, the first thing I said, to, she said to me was, first of all, wipe the fucking smoke off your face when you're talking to me, bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, oh, okay. I said, Cyril, I'm not smoking. She said, you fucking are smoking. So wipe the smoke off your face. And I was like, Cyril, I have got that much Botox. I can't smile. <laughs> oh, my God. Again, obviously. I did say that in my previous episode, so I'm glad I got that right. I did a little impersonation mm. of you. Hope you don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. And then, um, and then um, so then I, you know, obviously I can see, like, from the second that sort of happened, I could see where the conversation was going. It was never going, I don't know. I feel like with Cyril, Cyril, you can't really have a conversation with her. It's just either Cyril's way or mayhem. And I was just not, not about it. You know, I'm not that person anymore. I, I like I, definitely I defend myself if I need to, but I'm not going to defend myself to somebody that I've done nothing. I felt that I had done nothing wrong. She wanted me to be accountable for my allegations. My allegations were apparently I spoke ill with her son. There's actually, I've never ever spoken ill on her son. Um, I think she was just clutching the straw. She said I'd spoken on her relationship with Eden and I, I, I owned up to that. I said, yeah, I did 100% speak ill on your relationship with Eden. I 100% thought it was fake at the start. Um, like if it's real now, that's so good on you. But like these conversations, these, these things that I said about you were over a year and a half ago. And, and how much how much do you have to have sort of, I don't know, like no personal, I don't want to say no personal growth, but like who holds on to something that I've said over a year and a half ago 
um, with so much resentment and anger. So they have to show it like that on television. And it was five times she followed me around the dinner table. Five times I removed myself up until the last bit where you, where everybody seen me walk away. And I said, and actually, she, you know, when she said, oh, follow, um, yeah, of course you're going to follow Martha. And I said, I'm not following Martha. She said, oh, both you and Martha fucking I can't, can I swear on you? Here? can swear. Go for she goes, you, you and Martha both fucking suck Michael's fucking dick. Oh Don't like bring Michael was, into this. Oh, yeah. It was insane, babe. I was like, what is happening right now? And that's when I said, shut up, Cyril, and just enjoy your night. And I sat down and she kept going and going and going. And I just said, oh, whatever. And I turned my head to go talk to Dean. And I knew it was coming. I, I heard oh her say, you know what? You know God. what? And she grabbed her anything. And then the wine got thrown at me. And then I think everyone's seen the moment where I stood up a little bit. And I sat down because I was like, do not give her the benefit of standing up and giving her that, giving the reaction she's been seeking. Because that's all she wanted. She wanted me to, to give her a nasty reaction so she could feel, I don't know, in some way glorified that she, you know, I, I haven't changed or whatever. She thought I was being fake. Also, at the start of the dinner party, when it, she says, um, oh, no, I don't stand up for trash, that was actually edited because she did stand up and say hello to me and her exact words were, oh, my God, Jess, I get a hello, do I? And gave oh, me a hug. Wow. And, and I said, yeah, of course she, because I would say hello to everyone. I said, I, so I actually, said, of course you get a hello. Oh, so you actually said hello to her and had an exchange. Wow. Mm-hmm. And they edited it out. Oh, which, of course. I don't know. <laughs> whatever. But, like, yeah, so I did, I did say hello to her. She did. Stand up and say hello to me. So, oh god! So she has accused you of a few things. Can we just go through each one? And can you just confirm or deny if you if you're guilty of any of it? So she said that you called her baby Boston a publicity stunt for two years. It's a long time. Is he even two yet? No, I don't even. I think he turns one in um, in a few months. They put on their Instagram that he turns one soon. Okay, so you called the baby a publicity stunt for two years. Did you do that? Well, no, because the the baby's not two. I couldn't. I couldn't find any any like receipts of you calling the baby a publicity stunt. I just could find you calling their relationship a publicity stunt. Yeah, and I hundred percent agree with that. I did call their their relationship a publicity stunt because at the start. Everybody thought it, and anyone that listens to this is going to – there would be some thought in everybody's head that their relationship at one point was a publicity stunt. I mean, we've all we all seen the set-up pap photos, the dark alleyway where they're smoking cigarettes and making out in the alleyway, like super romantic and cute, whatever. In the middle of the um, night when paps need to use a very big flash to take night photos, yeah. just letting you guys know, a um, little insider. Yeah, and they're, very, and they're very still photos. You're not, you're not really like, oh, my God, I don't want this to come out. Um, they're very, you know, whatever. <laughs> and, I, and I did, I did slam their relationship. I did say it was fake. I was asked constantly by media, do I, my opinions on Cyril and Eden. The one time where their son was brought into any sort of reports from media, they asked me what I thought about, um, you know, when, you know, when Eden cheated on Cyril with, um, that girl, Nicole Shiraz. Yep. So I, 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 I mean, these are all allegations. And also I've actually yeah. seen texts of him saying, that he was only with Cyril for publicity. That was towards the start. Um, so I don't know if it's if that's changed now. Um, but yeah, I look, I agree. Um, Dean Wells also I'm said trying recently. Trying to pick my drawer up off the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Dean Wells also said recently, like that the relationship is fake. He was friends with them. He said everyone knows it. Which I mean, everyone in this in the media, you know, the contestants and whatever, they do know it. 
Like it was, it was known. Like it was a known thing at the time. He, Eden was going around telling people, oh, "I'm just with her for publicity." It was, and you know what? If, 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 like you know, having their son together has brought them like together and made them happy. Like good the hell on them. Like I don't wish any ill on anyone. Like I don't. Even now, after the whole wine throwing incident, like I don't want anyone to go online and be nasty and mean to Cyril. I don't want anyone to be like, "I've got your back." Like I totally, I love the support, but. I'm not that person that seeks validation from other people and I don't I don't need I, I feel like Cyril probably felt cool. Sorry, my partner's just his foot. Are you okay? Um Cyril's probably got enough um, you know, I, I guess remorse or probably not. She pro- probably didn't even care when she threw the wine. I know she put on put on Instagram post before the season, before the episode aired that if she could have thrown punches, she would have thrown punches. So that just to me, re, um, reiterates the fact that you know it was a violent act. It was it was violence in a way. It wasn't um, even though there was no fists or there was nothing like that thrown. It was still you know <laughs> really violent. But <clears throat> back seemed- on the topic of their son, you know, um, the, uh, I got asked if um, what I thought about Eden cheating, and I said, you know, like this is probably the one time I won't touch on these two because. I know that Cyrell is pregnant and this is a time where it was well known to everyone she was pregnant and I said, you know, she's probably under a lot of stress. She's probably really um, upset and I know what that sort of, what those sorts of emotions can do to a woman when they're pregnant and I didn't want to add any feel to it. I didn't, I, and, and the child's innocent. I won't add to it and they were, that's all I've ever said about Boston. So, <clears throat> Do you think now that they are genuinely in love now? Like, do you, like, or, or like we all can agree, I think that it started as a publicity stunt. We all, we, we, you know, we've got the proof. Do you think now that it's developed into something genuine, or do you think they're still keeping up the charade? I mean, I'd hope not. They've got a child. Do you think it's genuine? I, I don't. I, I really, I can't have an opinion on it because I don't know them. I don't know them personally. I don't know um, their relationship. I don't see them. I don't. I don't know. So I can't say. I hope they they look genuinely happy. But I mean, anyone can look genuinely happy online. Like, you know, I could go stand in a million dollar mansion and say I bought it and everyone would, you know, it left online. Like anything that happens online. So I don't know them off off of anything, you know, yeah. other than social media. So I don't know. Like I hope so. And, and if they have sad love, like good on them. Because like I think that's sort of the ultimate goal in everyone's life. That's why I go through so many Because I want to find someone that loves me as much as I want to love them. And so yeah, good on them. I wonder but, why they don't. Um, I wonder why they don't just say like, yeah, it was it did start out as a publicity stunt, but now we're in love. Like that would be the like the better thing to say. Like you know, who, think, who cares? Yeah. Everyone does stuff for publicity. It's like not a big deal. Yeah, I think now they've sort of denied it so venomously <laughs> that like they just the don't want to, you know, get that, like everyone because everyone will be like, see, told you so. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's that or maybe it wasn't a publicity stunt, but... <laughs> So the reason this all started was because you claimed that Eden asked you to do a showmance with him before Cyril. Mm. Can you talk to us about that? Yeah, look, so obviously um, I met Eden, I think it was St Kilda weekend, St Kilda Fest or something like that. And then he threw on about really good mutual friends and he um, was always wanting to catch up and stuff. And I had quite a few reporters sort of saying to me, to be really careful, like Eden is just sort of hanging on at the moment to just sort of anyone that he can get a bit of, um, I guess, media attention from. But 
don't know, like I thought Aiden was really cool at the start um, and he, you know, he was friends with my brother and that and we hung out a few times, definitely, and I'm not going to deny that. But um, when he said, let's do the showmen, I, I was at the time wanting to work things out with Dan and I said, I, I, I said, I didn't want to do it. Um, the hookup thing, he, then all these things came out about the hookup and you know what, like whatever, it's, it, that's so fine. But I'm reading reports about apparently Cyril's saying now that I, I'm jealous of their relationship. I'm jealous that Eden made her his partner and not me. But like, I'm not, I was never interested in Eden in that way. Like I didn't want to be in a relationship with Eden. And I'm pretty sure like if I wanted to be in a relationship with Eden, I would have been, but I didn't want that. Um, he just he doesn't he 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 doesn't ha- hold what what am I looking forward uh, what word am I looking for? Doesn't interest <laughs> looking you? At me like, but I just yeah I I was never, I'm not interested in Ian. He doesn't he, he's not someone that I could hold a conversation with, um you know um on an on an academic level, and I'm just not interested. And 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 the way that he spoke and treated me after these um you know after I I turned him down and said a few things about him like was disgusting. The way he treats women and speaks about women was so poor and disgusting you know even even Innes came out saying who cares what like who are you to speak about what a girl does with her vagina like who are you to speak about what Jess does or who she hooks up with or what she does and it's so true like I would never be with somebody that treats and speaks to women to women the way that I have heard and have been Eden do and you know he can come out with whatever receipts he wants to come out with yeah do it that's so fine I'm not I'm not in a position where I'm worried about what's going to come out because I don't care like but don't sit there and say that I'm jealous that you two, that Tyrell and Eden are together because I couldn't give two absolute shits, really. Like, I'm so happy you're together because you've got a son. Like, I'd hope you'd be you're building a happy home for him. So, did you and Eden hook up? <laughs> no. Because he claimed that you even had a threesome on that weekend in Melbourne. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. And then the girl that we had a threesome with, apparently, yeah, apparently the girl we had a threesome with um, is pregnant. Well, she was pregnant. And even she messaged me going, um, I'm pregnant. And I was like, I know, babe, don't worry. Oh, my God. And uh, yeah, I did see these leaked text messages that came out in a magazine and all of them, and I had those messages in my old phone as well, and all the messages had been, I don't know if he has an app or whatever the hell he does or if it's like photoshopping or whatever the fuck it was, <laughs> but my messages were like all swapped around. And I actually, had, as I had a screenshot, I wish I had my old phone. I could probably go through and actually find the screenshots in it um, because the messages that were in the magazine to what Eden had actually said to me were all completely like swapped around and jumbled. So I don't know if that was done by a reporter or if that was done by himself on an app. But yeah, like, I mean, it's pretty pretty plain to see that, like, I don't think that, um, you know, a lot of people in media are very truthful with what they do and say. I've at times denied things. Like, I've, I've denied things as well. But I like it just, just to come out and try to publicly shame a woman about, you know, sleeping with her and having a threesome. Okay, let's say if I did sleep with him and have a threesome, I didn't. But let's say I did. Um, what's that to everybody else? What, why, why do you find that it's okay for you to speak about a woman like that that you've had an intimate moment with? Why is it okay for you as a male to speak about somebody like that? It's actually disgusting. It shows the type of person he is. And it's just, it's like complete, like, 
it's just complete a complete insult, really. Gentleman never kisses and tells. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I'm sorry, but he's not a gentleman. And even some of the things, you know, Cyril was saying, I don't like how Jeff says, you know, I love um, I love reunions because you can't hide behind your Instagram. But Cyril still has me blocked on Instagram. She still talks about me on her Instagram. She the, like even before the reunion was aired, before we filmed it, she was talking about me on her Instagram. I can't defend myself because I'm blocked, babe. Unblock me, please. I would love to defend myself. <laughs> oh my god! What, and you know what? what is, you know what as well that really pisses me off when guys like shame girls for having sex or whatever. It's like. Okay, Eden, like you've been with quite a few girls. Like, let's shame you. Like, no one's shaming guys when they're having like multiple rendezvous per night. Like, come on. Oh, exactly. Double and, standards. You know, like, like, the whole Nicole Shiraz thing, which he venomously denied as well. Like, Nicole and I had, I, I'm an ambassador for her company. Nicole and I had a lot of lengthy conversations, including text message screenshots, including um, inbox screenshots. Rom Eden, he definitely cheated. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, I actually know. Nicole as well and I've seen all of those text messages and like they they were literally like dating for like a number of weeks and Cyril yeah, didn't exactly. know about it and you know what whatever like that is so his own business it's unfortunate that we're in public eye and everything gets brought out but don't go around shaming everybody else when you are just as much as a piece of shit as everyone else sorry sorry love and probably gonna he's probably gonna fire up on his Instagram about about that but it's been so many years on before all this, after all this stuff happened. I'm happy in my relationship. My partner doesn't care what comes out. My partner is very happy in our relationship. And if he wants to bring up old receipts from years ago just to get a bit of clout and media, <laughs> bring it on, babe. Like, she's so embarrassing. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> she also said that you mocked the appear- her appearance and called her ugly. Did that happen? Yes, I did. Okay. Well, at, least you're, at least you're admitting I, it. Yeah, I said in media because I said, oh, why do you think that um, their relationship is a publicity stunt? And this was, at the, this was at the time, guys, and I need to just, like, try to break it down. So I was, I was in a really bad mental place when Dan and I broke up. I was you know, I was drinking a lot. I was really, I, I had so much self-hate. I was copying so much hate online. Like I was in a really nasty, dark place. Like everything I said in media about anybody was not nice. I was reactive. I was horrible. And they said, why do you think it's a publicity stunt? And I said, well, I mean, would you really like to roll over in the morning to that? Eek. And I did say that. And that was so nasty. Like that is like now, like looking back at what, like looking back at some of my articles like I, cause I did do um I did have to do some digging and have a look through and just to see what I actually get some used. receipts like, on like, yourself <laughs> I was like what are you doing like I'm just not that person anymore and even Philip agrees because he's like an old family friend he's known me for quite a long time and he even said you know he's like Jess like you know even that Jess that was on the show is just not the Jess that's here next to me any like right now and the Jess that everybody's been in the reunion as, as much as people are going to say she hasn't grown she hasn't done this like I actually had to do a lot of soul searching and I had to do a lot of personal growth and I had to learn to love myself in order to find someone that could love me as well because I wasn't a nice person. I said nasty things about people. I was so horrible. And I did say uh, comments about Cyrell's appearance, but Cyrell also made really nasty comments about me. She put up pictures of me on her Instagram with like vomit faces. She called my auntie a fat bitch. Oh, wow. Um, What? Yeah, she attacked my face. I got flown to Channel 9 in Sydney to to Channel 9 social media team. Uh, So Channel 9 headquarters, like we all have like a social media team while while the show's airing. And um, they actually said to me, Jessica, you need to stop having these online fights with Cyril because at the moment she's a favourite and you're not. And I said, well, I'm going to defend my family because she's on my Instagram mm. calling my auntie a fat bitch. 
I'm sorry, but I'm going to. And so there's a lot of things that Cyril did online, which were really nasty towards me. And, and she's, I don't know what it is. I don't know why she still can't stop talking about me. I don't know why she just feels the need to. But you, know, you know what? If Cyril wants, if it makes Cyril feel better that she thinks I'm jealous of her and Eden, then I will allow that. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm super jealous of you and Eden. I'm super jealous of you, babe, because I'm, you know what? I'm just so happy that I've actually grown up and I've actually got to see the type of person I was. And I get, I do get fired up in these conversations and I do have a little bit of like the old just show back in there. But it's because I'm never put in a situation anymore where I've got negative things around me. I don't have any negative people. I don't have any negative thoughts. I don't have any negative comments. I don't allow it in my life. So the reunion brought all of that back because Cyril was there and the reunion was supposed to be about you know, how far we've come, what we've done, what we've learned. Like, like, what did you learn from your time on the show? And so Ro came back with one thing and one thing only, and that was for vengeance, for things that I've made, comments I've made about her on social media. Like, I'm pretty sure she could have got my number from somebody. You know, we do have a very close, we do have, you know, the same friends. She could have asked for my mobile number. She could have unblocked me on Instagram and addressed it that way. But she has to hold on to it and then do it in front of cameras. And she that's what she said about me, you know, Jess does it all for cameras. But, I mean, babe, you could have unblocked me ages ago or sent me a message. It definitely <laughs> seemed like she had a bit of a motive going into the reunion. I mean, she threatened you with physical violence just like hours before it started, didn't she? Yeah, she did. She she did. She, did. she threatened um, physical violence. And then when there was a few reports coming out that she had... Um, that she she'd thrown wine on me. She's obviously kept being asked if um, you know, did you actually throw wine on Jess? And she said, Yeah, I did throw wine at Jess and it felt good. Um, and if and if I could have, I would have thrown punches or something something like that, you know? She said, Hold on, I got it here. She said, It felt fucking good to throw wine in your face and for people telling me I'm aggressive, my poor son, I need to set an example, blah, blah, blah. Go have a cry about it. If I wanted to punch someone, I can. And there is a reason why wine was thrown instead of punches. Sorry, Cyril, but you cannot go around punching people. You can't. And you know what? Like, I have so many people, including my father, say that I should press charges against her for the, for the wine throwing. But I've already seen, and like, I don't know if I can really talk about this, but I've seen Cyril's rap her like record like because it is publicly known like she's already got charges from for, for, for assault and things like that from <clears throat> from the uh pelican cafe attack yeah but but, but even before that day, oh wow like, really like, yeah like it, like you know what like it is never okay as a woman as a male as anybody to lay hands on another person i'm sorry i'm gonna have a person that does not believe violence fixes violence I am. That's why I, I didn't react in that situation. I walked away because I held my dignity. I held my class, but I also wanted to be able to show any young women that would be watching me, or any young women on my social media that look up to me, that is not okay to, to be to react like that. It's not okay to act like that. And I know she wants to set an example for her son. And if that's the example she wants to set, then that's totally on her because that is her son, and she can do whatever she wants. But I, it would never be. A example I would set for my son or my daughter. Yeah. Before the reunion, she actually said, okay, so this, I just found it. This is what she said before the reunion. She said, let's get one thing straight. Just because I've had a baby doesn't mean my morals or attitude has changed. If you want to come at me and disrespect me, I'll slap some sense back into you. Bitch. Mm. I pushed a baby out of my hoo-ha. Don't think I'll hesitate in knocking your ass back to last week. Best thing about reunions, you're not hiding behind Instagram anymore. Say it to my face. Then she threw the wine at you at the reunion. So she was obviously going in there, you know, ready for a fight. 
Mm. Um, she said that you were provoking her all night. Is that true? No, I, I actually didn't speak to Samuel. But from the first encounter that we had when I walked in, I said hello to her. She stood up and she said hello. I didn't speak to her all night. Um, and I was talking to Martha, like Martha and I were talking about our business ideas and, and, and what we were doing and, and, you know, trying to build, trying to, you know, um, you know, rebuild that, that bridge that we'd, we'd, you know, passed broken with one another. And, and I was just staying out of the drama. You know, I was, I, I, I like Ines and Cyril were going in on everyone. And I was just, and at one point I said to Ines, because Ines started having got Mike or she's having got somebody. And I said, no, I said, Ines, stop. And she's like, what the fuck are you telling me to do? And I said, Ines, I'm just trying to tell you, babe, like, as your friend, don't be the loud one. Don't be the one that's aggressive. Don't be that girl. Like, because you know how it's going to come across, babe. Like, don't do it. It's not worth it. Who cares? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, she basically calmed me off. And then I did see, as everybody else seen, that she said, oh, maybe you should throw the wine on her because it will knock her down a few pegs or whatever it was and that really hurt me because um Inez and I were good friends before the show um like before the reunion we 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 both lived on the Gold Coast and um you know Inez Inez was upset that I had because I came into the reunion wanting no beef with anyone I didn't if I could make um make amends with people I would make amends if I could just move past I'd move past because I mean come on it's been like three years I'm over it I, I just want to live my life normally. I don't want to have these media fights or this crap going on. And when Martha, when I said hello to Martha and Michael, it was such a warm welcome and a warm hello. And then Martha and I broke away to talk about my body shaming post that I put up because it was a big thing. We both have young women on our Instagrams and our platforms where they follow us. And we wanted to talk about that. And, and Ines came over and she's like, oh, so what are you two fucking friends now, are you? And I said, babe, I've just walked through the door. Like, <laughs> What's going, like, what do you mean? And she's like, oh, all right, whatever, and walks off. And that's why Ines was upset and angry at me, and which is why a lot of people didn't see. That's why she didn't stand up for me, because she was on Cyril's side from there. <clears throat> we haven't spoken since. Um, she said at the, the second night that she didn't want to be friends with either me or Martha. And we just both said, okay, because you know what? Like, so much energy goes into it, Megan. Like, it's so much energy. And, you know, I, all I want to do is project my energy into my relationship and into my business and into my study and to just being a good auntie and a good person and a good role model. Like now, like after the, sh- after reunions aired, I've had so many, so much love and so much, you know, um, support from the public where now I actually can go, you know what, now I can use my platform for good and I can use my platform for a voice. And um, it's such a shame that that little video, that little clip that came out um, of me apparently mocking mental health. Um, it was only a day where I got like quite a bit of hate, but, you know, I, uh, that was also another thing that really upset me because I just, I'm not, I, I wasn't mocking mental health. Like it was the day after Cyril had um, thrown wine on me and my, and I was begged, I, like I basically was asked profusely, like, you've got to come back to film the reunion. You've got to do the last night, Jess, otherwise you'll just walk away with the girl that got wine thrown on her face. And I didn't want to go back because I felt unsafe. Cyril made everybody that night feel unsafe. After throwing the wine, Cyril had to be restrained from throwing more glasses, from throwing a um, an entire glass water jug at my face. She tried to throw. She actually and, and she didn't she didn't get up and leave the, the dinner party on her own accord. She actually was asked to be um asked to leave by producers. She had to be called out and told to leave. So they didn't um, show that. They didn't show the second water jug and they didn't show her being restrained by no, the producers. Because no, they didn't. I mean and, and it would be too violent to show on TV. Even some of the things that she was saying to people, like they couldn't show because it was so disgusting. 
like the deplorable is disgusting. And that's why I said to Sarah, you're intoxicated, you're angry, you're not very nice, and you don't have a conversation, Sarah. You yell, you blow up, you don't talk like a human being. There was one point where Sarah had her fingers in my face, like fully, like like you know, putting her in, like trying to rise. Sorry, so trying to arise like a a reaction from me. Um, and I wasn't going to give it to her. I said, Sarah, get your hands out of my face. She was standing <laughs> on my dress at one point as well. I heard so I that. couldn't get up and move. Yeah, she was, so she was standing on my dress. I said, Sarah, get your hands out of my face, please, and get off of my dress so I can stand up and move away from you again because I'm not having this conversation with you. It, it's not something I want to engage in. It's not going to, going to be beneficial for anyone. And I want I want nothing to do with it. Like, let me go. And then that, I think that was the last time I'd moved away. And that's when the wine got thrown on me. And it was just, you know what? Like, I. I feel so sorry for her because I don't know what you know, sort of made me grow up. I think maybe being thrust into such a public view and having and having to um, and having to have so many opinions on me that I had to kind of grow up a little bit. Um, and like, if, you, if I'm not saying having a baby makes you have to be a certain person, I'm not saying anything about mothers or anything nasty, but like I thought having a baby to me would feel that I'm now a role model. I am now somebody that, you know, my small baby looks up to and I don't, and I have got so much energy to put into my son or my daughter that I don't care about silly comments that were made so long ago. And if I have got upset about comments, I'm going to approach it like an adult and say, hey, I didn't like what you said about me um, back then. I don't like this, this and this and, and I'm going to let the other person talk explain why they said it and see if we can come to sort of any mutual ground. So Rel never allows that. So Rel never gets to come to a mutual ground. It's so Rel's way. Otherwise, it's just, you know, you're just going to get shit thrown on you. And I actually have Dan. I had Dan message me. Uh, he messaged me like two days ago and he said, I'm proud of the way you carried yourself, Miss. You have turned into a wonderful woman and seeing in you in love with your new man makes me so happy. Hope the journey ahead takes you on an exciting path. Well done. I am so proud of you. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. How mature and how nice of you guys to like be able to put everything that happened behind you and, you know, have a relationship like that. That's so beautiful. Yeah, Dan, like Dan and I, we do, we do have a great relationship. And even Tamara, Tamara was over at my house just like a few weeks ago having dinner and <laughs> wine. Like, I don't have any more hate or any more animosity towards these people, you know, where there could be, where, where the hate could be um, garnered, you know, actually like, you know, held, held accountable for. Like, for, for Sorel to sort of still be that angry. I mean, I really did nothing to her. I really didn't do anything to her. She, we both said nasty things in the media. We both made allegations. We both sucked. Okay, let's both apologise and let's move on. And I actually gave Cyril a sincere apology the night after the wine throwing where we were all sitting down on the couch with the experts. And I said to her, so Cyril, if you are that angry or if you're carrying that much hurt and resentment, I am sincerely from the bottom of my heart apologetic because I would never want another woman now like to to feel that way or to feel so upset or so angered or frustrated or have that much mental, you know, like that, that much that much thought process into what another person said about what I've said about them. That you know you've had to come here and be so angry, and that's actually what ticks Cyril off because as soon as I said that, the whole group were like, "We agree. Like you, you cannot act like that." you know, you are a role model to your son. And everybody basically in the group did stand up and say that she had treated me poorly and that, um, you know, the way she reacts and acts now is, you know, a a reflection to her son on on how to handle situations. And she couldn't handle it. So 
Sorrel couldn't, you know, take a dose of her own medicine. She expected the whole group to turn against me again, which happened two, two, three years ago, and it didn't happen. So she got up and left because she couldn't handle the fact that she had done something wrong. But she always wants everybody else to be held accountable for their actions, but she can't be held accountable for her own. It doesn't make any sense. It's contradicting. There's even comments online that are being sent where Cyril's being contradicting. It's it's just insane. It's, you know, you want me to be a certain way. You want me to act a certain way, but you don't show the same. You don't mirror the same actions. You just you just you're just looking silly online, unfortunately. I I do agree. There was you both did the wrong thing, and it's good that you can recognize that. Um, and it was so long ago, like it was two years ago. Like you've got to kind of sometimes just let things stay in the past. Exactly, exactly. Stay in the and past. And the sh- only people that can really get upset is Mick, Mick, um, Tamara, and Dan. And we're all friends. We're all fine. We all are yeah. happy people. And, and leave it there. <laughs> and you know what's so funny? She seemed to be because Lizzie said really horrible things about her in the. Media. They both said really bad things about each other, mm. but she seemed like willing to patch things up with Lizzie, but then not with you. Like, I wonder what has irritated her so much that there's she, you know, sees it as two different situations where she can forgive Lizzie, but she can't forgive you. I don't know. You know what? Like, I don't even know. I don't know why. I think oh, sounds really, really self like sounds conceited, but. I feel that when people have arguments with me online and media catches attention of it, it gets an article. An article means your impressions go up on your Instagram, which means you can you can get more money when you try to um you know do deals and things like that. Maybe Eden and Cyril are trying to sort of hold on to a little bit of like being a little bit relevant. Um, I, I know that unless you sort of break into like that um other side of Instagram where you're you're like a mummy influencer or whatever. Um, it's very hard to make any sort of money, and I think they were both full-time influencers. I'm not. I'm not really too sure if Eden or her. I have jobs anymore. I will like obviously influencing is a job because it's what I do as well. But I don't see a lot of deals sort of happening. So maybe, maybe it's that. I don't know. I actually don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know why she can't stop talking about me when apparently I'm the jealous one. And all I really want to do is just move on and just let it all go. I bet. Two years. Imagine fighting with someone for that long in the media. God, it's a, it's very draining. Like, it's very draining. Like I would just, I would love, I would love to say, Rel, to have a, like approach me off camera, not even in that situation. Like maybe, like if I was if ever in Sydney, to say, hey, let's just catch up, have lunch. Don't bring any paparazzi there. Don't bring any media. Don't put on your Instagram. Don't do anything. Like, like let's actually sit down, talking like about. adults, because I would happily do that with her. I'd happily sit down and say, hey, what, what, like what has actually made you harvest so much hate and resentment that you're still carrying on and maybe we can try and hash it out maybe we can talk about it do you think like, the f- do you think the feud will ever end oh i'm 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 i literally <laughs> megan like once i'm done this conversation with you this will be the last time i speak on these two people i promised you this chat which is the only reason why i'm doing it i've got the last word done. like i'm so over it like even my partner like every time i'm like babe for this He's like, what the freaking hell, Jess? I'm like, I know. When will it like, end? Like, why can't they just stop both talking about me and doing my head in? Leave me alone. Like, do your thing with your do your thing with your relationship and your allegations and your receipts, bitch. And let me do me. Well, that's good. Let's see how long it lasts. Um, let's go back to your. It's going to last long after this chat. Taking bets. I'll give it like a week. <laughs> Next week there'll be another. There'll be another feud on Instagram. <laughs> 
do a toll on your on Someone's your on your so dramatic. I got my so dramatic um my so dramatic ad merchandise. Oh, did you? Day. I love it. Yay! The tea's so I'm glad cute. it arrived and safely. Like, yeah, it's cute. It's hot tea as well. It's always hot tea when it comes. I to know. So dramatic Spill the tea. <laughs> Very your brand you are. Let's talk about your feud with Martha again because I did have a few questions about that. Yeah. People were confused why you guys made up and they want to know are you actually friends or was it all just for the show um look so obviously after the show so martha was martha was really like my clutch throughout the show on my season um she was somebody that who who i turned to a lot and like when i obviously when i came into the reunion i said like i said i don't want any more hate with anybody i want to kind of move on i said some really nasty things about hers and Michael's relationship in the media. Um, a lot of that was fueled by allegations I'd heard from other contestants. I'm not going to name names because I can't be bothered, but I was told that she had cheated on Michael. And so then when Martha had said, oh, you know, I think she was asked about me and Innes. She said, oh, I don't know who those people are. I was, I was at the same, and this is the same thing with Sarah and the allegations back then. I was reactive. I was angry. And I said, oh, well, you, and I got on my Instagram and I just blasted them like I, I do with everybody. And you know what? Like all they wanted to do was just, you know, be, be friendly with everybody. And, and Martha was um, somebody that was, you know, my really good friend. We did have that relationship and it was genuine. Like our friendship was genuine and it hurt me to sort of lose that. And when I walked in and I seen her and Michael, I just thought, you know what? Like I'm going to be, if, if, my, if Martha wants to get upset about something, I'm going to be totally held accountable for it. If Martha wants to talk to me, I'm so up for it. And, and she's such a bright, you know, bright, intelligent person. Like she's, she's got a lot, a lot of um, qualities that I look for in friends. And when we made up, like on the show, and it was 100% real. We spoke just literally two days ago. Um, and she was just saying, I'm so freaking proud of you. Like you've come such a long way. Me and Michael were just saying like how, mm. how proud we were of you that, you know, we can actually definitely see the growth. Because normally like um, the old Jess at the dinner party would be just in the drama, involved yeah. in it, you know, like I want to be involved. And I could see that. That's just not me anymore. And, and I, we, yeah, we, we did make up really well and it was nice. It was nice to actually feel, um, you know, support from people that cared, cared, I cared about in that time like it's a long time to film a show and and it, and it was mine and dance affair was a big thing you know martha was my support the entire time and it was really great to sort of um reconnect and be friends again because people are saying that you guys aren't following each other on social media now so i think that's why they were like oh are they friends or are they was it just for the show why aren't you guys following no, each um, other we are following each other oh cool okay and um, let me just <laughs> yeah we are following each okay other. good yeah, so- Okay, so it's genuine. Yeah, so her last That's message nice. to me was um, she said, um, you did amazing last night on the way to filming. I was saying to Michael, I really hope Jess can show everyone how smart she really is. This is before we filmed the first night of the reunion. Oh. I really hope Jess can show everybody how smart she really is and you did it. Keep it up. You're amazing. That's so um, nice. Oh. Yeah, and yeah, we got to have a chat. And yeah, it's just real, but... Which is why it, it hurts me that my mine and innocence relationship sort of fell apart yeah. because I thought maybe that she wanted to because I know that her and Martha were close as well. I thought maybe that she wanted to make up as well. I don't understand why anyone wants to hold grudges with anybody anymore. Like I'm 29 years old. Like oh, I cannot be bothered. And then yeah. when I heard the other day that Sarah was 31 or 32, I just thought. 
geez, Louise, like I hope I'm not that still person going. you know, that, that's still going like that in the media or against anybody. So, <clears throat> yeah. And it was sad because you and Ines like went into the reunion as like best yeah. friends and then you came out a few hours yeah. later as enemies. It's just crazy. It's a fast yeah. move, moving well, no, beast. Well, I wouldn't say... I wouldn't say we're enemies because I don't, I don't, I don't look at Ines in a negative light. <clears throat> I feel like Ines is a very opinionated um, woman. She's very, she's a different type of girl, you know. Like she's 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 hard to dissect. She, she's somebody you really need to get to know in order to know really who she is. She's very um, diverse and she's got a lot of layers and a lot of different. Um, well, she's got a lot of walls up. Like she's had a really rough life. Like she's had a really very colourful upbringing, and the same as I. But she's she's she holds on to it, and I think that she is a very beautiful, smart woman. But it's unfortunate our relationship fell apart um, during the filming of Mass and the reunion. And you know, I think there was one point after that Cyril had thrown the wine on my face. I just wanted five minutes of my own, just five minutes to just chill out. And I went out and sat out on the couch. I did film it. It didn't make it to air, but. Martha came out of everybody. So Martha came out and um, was the only buddy that came out and sat with me and spoke to me and sort of gave me like a really good pep talk. Ryan actually also ran after me as well after the wine. He was the first one to run out to me and just give me a big hug. And they filmed that as well and nothing came out. That's fine. And uh, when I walked back in, Ines was just lounging on her chair and she's like, um, are you all right? And I was like, well, I don't know, Ines. Like, do I fucking look all right? <laughs> And she was like, uh, well, I, I don't know. And I said, well, how would you feel if you just had wine thrown in your face in it? And she was like, uh. And I was, I, I just knew where her headspace was in that moment. And I just thought, you know what? I have so much respect for this girl, even though, you know, at that time she defended somebody against me. That's so fine. But I just didn't, I didn't want to engage in another argument. And I was, I wanted to just end the dinner party. <laughs> so I just said, whatever. And I walked away. And I ha- we haven't spoken since. So and she we've seems like each other on. you've unfollowed. Well, we, well, she unfollowed me on social media. So yeah, and it seems like so she's like a, she's good friends with Lizzie and Cyril now on social media. Yeah, is that yeah. hurtful? And you know what? Like, good on her if she's found friendships out of that, and and the, and the friendships that she feels confident in, and the friendships that she feels she actually wants to be in. Then I just wish. I don't wish ill on anyone, Megan. Like, I don't want anyone to be, you know, shamed or anyone to feel, you know, negativity or anyone to feel like, you know, in any type of way where they feel like poor about themselves. Like, of course, I said before in this chat about Eden, I stand by what I said. I think it's disgusting the way he treats treats women and speaks about women. But, you know, Ines was my friend and and I'm not really going to speak poor on her because I, you know, it's whatever. She makes her own choices. She's her own woman. She's grown up. She's an adult. And, if that's who she wanted to side with and that's what she thought was right in the time, then that's her own prerogative, you know? And is there any chance that you guys would make up? Like, are you going to try to reach out to her or are you just going to let it go? Oh, I feel in it. You've like going to let her knows. come to like, you. It is, it, is, it is the type of person who's going to let simmer. I will let her, you know, make <laughs> her own mind up. If she wants to reach out, if she wants to chat, like, I'm up. Like, I love her. Like, I've, I have so much respect for her. I think she's, she's such a... She, she really was as well like a big rock for me as during uh, and during and after the show. So, yeah, I, I'm going to leave it up to her, but I'm not going to push anything, especially when she's sort of got Cyril in her ear and I'm sure this Cyril has got nothing nice to say about me and everything I've had screenshot and sent to me, it's all negative. So, yeah, I, I, just, I can't be bothered with it. I, like I said, I've got so much more going on in my life than these petty little maths fights. It's, mm. not, it's not my life anymore. Like, maths was a big thing, but... 
I'm just not Jess, Jessica Power. I'm just Jess. I'm just Jess. <laughs> Trying to move on. Mm. Now, I've got to ask you about this video with Sarah because I'm so confused about it all. So yeah. there was a video circulating that Sarah Rosa posted. Now, it was you in the back of the car with Ashley Irvine and you mm. were saying some pretty horrible things about Cyril, I must <clears throat> admit. You were yeah. mocking her mental health and you said that you hoped that she'd fallen over and broken her leg. Now, this was after she threw the wine at your face the night before. So this was day two. What was that all about? I know that you did post an apology on Instagram that I've shared on my Instagram as well if anyone wants to go have a look. Like, did you regret saying that? What was, like, what led you to kind of make those comments? Uh, look, so obviously the the comments made the day after that I had um, had the wine thrown on me. I was angry. I was annoyed. I was in a, in a car with my girlfriend. Like, so what happened was, so, I'm sorry, sorry, oh God. Sarah said, um, you know, who do you hope to see? Who do you reckon won't be there? And I said, oh, well, I really hope, like, I really hope Cyril fell and tripped, uh, tripped, and tripped and fell and broke her leg. And then Sarah said, come on, mate, you don't need to say that. And then, um, I think it's Ashley said she was, she's been in, institutionalized or something. And I said, she's mental. Like, but I mean, come on, it, it, it's a comment that's made so, like, it's a, it's, it's a term that's used so much. Like, you know, oh, she acted mental that night. Oh, she was actually, she was acting insane. She acted like, you know, a complete crazy woman. Um, and a lot of people have said it to me as well. Like my comments, it wasn't supposed to be me mocking mental health. And I think it was, Sarah's posted that very short part of the clip. There's actually a whole big clip. And I can, I can get Sarah to post it again because Sarah actually rang me and said, I'm so sorry. And I said, don't even apologize. She goes, because, she, you know, Jess, you did say after that, that you probably would trip and fall and break your leg, you know, with your luck that you've been having in the reunion. And it wasn't, it wasn't mocking mental health. It wasn't being, it wasn't mocking Cyril's mental health either because I don't feel like Cyril's got mental health issues. I feel Cyril definitely has anger issues. But for Cyril to cut down that little tiny part of the video, post it on her Instagram and then say, I mock mental health and I say this about mental health when it was such a pass off comment and it was poor for me to use those those words but I have had so many people message me saying I actually suffer from mental health and you did not at all trigger me in that video it didn't trigger anything I think Sarah was just really trying to clutch at straws because we, because the Australian public got to see that you know just the way that she acted and, the, and everybody was embarrassed for her and so I think that was her last little bit to go oh, yeah, finally got something on Jess I'm going to post that and yeah, it wasn't nice for me to say, yeah, I, I hope she falls and breaks her legs. It was very past off moment. I was in a very high pressure situation. I was about to go into a reunion with another, with her for another night where I was feeling like really anxious. You know, like it was a shit thing to say, but, and I apologize for it, but never once ever have I ever mocked mental health, never once ever what I would. And like, I lost my ex, my ex hung himself on the phone to me like three, three, four years oh, ago. I forgot about from that. Ex. You know, like mental health is not something I ever downplay. It's not something I ever would speak ill about. And the fact that Sarah could pinpoint that on her Instagram and, and try to label me as somebody that mocks mental health, really, that's probably the only time. And, and my boyfriend says to me all the time, baby, how do you, you know, deal with all the hate? How do you deal with all the comments? And I said, you know what, baby, it doesn't, it doesn't matter to me unless it's my family. But that, that, that video that Sarah posted about me mocking mental health really upset me because... I do so much for men's mental health. I do so much for children that are brought up in, um, you know, drug and alcohol abuse homes, which I was when I was younger by my mother. Um, you know, and, and my mental health as well that I had to endure during and after the show. Like, I would never get on Instagram and say, 
you know, oh, she's got, she, I hope she's institutionalized. She's got mental health issues. If those words were actually spoken, I would 100% say, yep, I was mocking mental health. But I said she was mental. And I'm sorry, look, people are going to probably sit there and say, yeah, but you said it like, you said it like this, you're mocking mental health. Um, if, if no one's ever said, and we said this at the start of the, this conversation, like, oh, that's insane, or she's, oh, that was mental, you know, like, it's such a pass off, like, you know, term that's used in conversation. And I think Sarah just sort of ran with it and she that was her little like leverage to go, huh, Jess hasn't changed. I have 100% changed. What? Because I'm still a normal 29-year-old girl that makes comments, little bits here and there. Like, you know, I'm sure everyone said it. I'm sure Sarah actually probably said a lot of really nasty things about me when she got home that night to Eden. But because it wasn't put on camera and put on, TV, and put on an Instagram page, it's fine. So, like, Sorel has said she wanted to punch me. Like that is a violent. That, that is a, that is basically like an attack violently. Like she's saying she wants to physically hurt me. Like, it, but that's okay. So yeah, I, I, it really it really upset me, and it really upset Sarah, and it has really upset Ashley because it wasn't. We weren't trying to be nasty or mock mental health. Yeah, okay, me saying, oh yeah, I hope she falls and breaks her legs. That's nasty. That was me, and I apologise for that. That's cool. But Cyril said a lot of nasty things as well, and she's just like grasping for straws as I see it. You know, I do like that when you are in the wrong, you can call it call it out, and you do you do admit that when you've done the wrong thing. Like that is a good quality to have. Um, it was interesting as well reading all the comments and the reactions to that because it was quite divided. Like there were some people saying, like, look, I don't think that word should be used to describe people. It is a bit ableist and. You know, it is. It's probably shouldn't. It is like used a lot, and it probably shouldn't be. But it is, you know, a term that people just say offhandedly. Um, But the comments were really divided. Like a lot of people were saying that you calling her mental and describing her as mental was valid because of her behavior the night before. But then others were saying that you shouldn't use mental health to insult someone or, and definitely not Uh, wish physical injury (laughs) upon them. So, but but when I say it in in the moment, like I like I don't. It's not in my head saying that. I I I I I want to. I'm, I'm insulting that. It's just like oh, I don't know. It's how I, I how I speak. I never try to be offensive. I never, you know, like I I have an uncle who has severe disability. Like I would never want. I never would ever want anyone to speak poorly about him. I would never speak poorly about him. But these little things get picked up because I'm because I have I'm in the public eye, and these little tiny little pass off comments get picked up. And then it's blown to this massive magnitude that I'm insulting certain things. Like, and they, I read a few comments that apparently um, they believe that I was mocking mental health because I said Sarah had a few bruises loose in the top paddock. That was actually a comment that Mick made throughout the entire season to me. And it was all laughed about because it was Mick, you know, like, oh, ha, 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 Mick's so funny, he's making this comment. But because I said it, and I was actually just like imitating Mick in that moment, but like because I say it, because I'm just power and I'm the one who's always got all this, you know, um, negativity and controversy surrounding me. Oh, she's 100% making um, allegations. She's 100%, you know, mocking mental health. She's 100% saying this. Like, you know what? I I would never. I'm just not that person. Yeah. And it really upsets me. It frustrates me. I get so frustrated because I get so angry because I'm not. I would never do that. I would never be a nasty person. I'm not a mean person. I'm not nasty. I I have so many family members that have gone through problems in their life. Like as I said before, I've lost my ex. He hung himself on the phone to me. That is mental health. I've gone through. I struggled with his mental health with him for months before he did it. I struggled. You know, I've got family that have got mental health issues as well. And 
I I I actually do a lot of charity work for it. Like my wedding dress that I'm that I have for mask is being auctioned off to a um to a charity that you know so that there's, there was a young woman that she passed away she she hung herself she hung herself um from social media trolls and they do a camp each year Aww. for her and you know so like uh, like all these little things that I do all these good things that I do don't get shown it's just always Jess has said this and Jess has said that and she's negative and she's you know they just label me as this as this villain still and I finally got to show everybody who I actually really am as a person in this reunion and I um Cyril just tries to beat it down because she didn't get didn't get like you know the response she wanted from everybody and it and it's sad it really upset me I was really really upset when that came out because I I just yeah I, I'm just not that person and I think it was really nasty that I got labelled as someone that mocks mental health when I've actually had to deal with it like I had to lay in a hospital I had to sit next to my partner in a hospital bed for an entire week while I was in an induced coma after hearing him hang himself on the phone to me that's horrible like I don't yeah. I don't mock mental health like yeah. it's not something I mock obviously your intentions weren't to mock mental health. Um, no, not at all. You know what's funny? Actually, someone sent me a comment last night. I just remembered. So Cyril posted about you mocking mental health. I got sent yesterday. She had made a comment mocking someone's mental health, like in the comment section on a post, I think. So she said to NASA, or it was on NASA's post or something. Is this this hawk? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, have you so seen it? Go- it's going around. So someone... Yeah, so somebody wrote, give a complimentary one to Cyril, love from all the staff at Cyril Psychology Research Centre. And yeah, okay, what his comment was... was it Not was good, poor, yeah. It was mocking, you know, Cyril. Her mental but health, yeah. NASA said, don't be stupid. And then Cyril commented back to this guy and to NASA, saying to NASA, be nice. His mum's been admitted there a few times, so he's dedicated his life at the research centre. So is that not... A little bit of hip, like yeah, come yeah. on, girl. <laughs> yeah, come on, she's, girl. She's, she's mocking it up. Like Cyril was really upset at me and Ash for mocking mental health, but then she's sort of you know saying that about like another person. And then there was also another comment that I got sent to me about um oh, where is it? It said it, I, I don't know. It's my phone somewhere, but um they Eden said something to a mother. Um, your mother, your mother needs a baby. You know, your mother needs. Sorry, your baby needs a daddy. Or what was it? What was it to her? We can't remember. Yeah. So, so, so Eden was online saying to um, a comment that a woman had posted. Obviously, she's got her children on her Instagram, and he didn't like the comment or whatever it was. I don't know the whole thread, but Eden said, "Oh, your son needs a dad or something." And I mean, oh like, so God. first of all, you're saying you're mocking mental health. You're saying you're mocking your son. Yeah. You're saying this. But then you're on your social media completely like being hypocritical and mocking everybody else for things that you that you're upset about. It doesn't this is what I'm it saying. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It just does not make any sense. I, I really think the whole mental health thing was very, very poor so well. It's her clutching at straws. Um she can fight me on that forever if she wants to, because I will forever stand by the fact that I do not ever in one way or another try to mock mental health. It's disgusting. I would never do it. And now, but now, Cyril's openly commenting things about people's mental mental health and their mothers and their sons and their daughters. Like, what the hell? Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> I was just shocked when I saw that because I was like, oh, she went, she, you know, she made such an uproar about you doing it. And then, like, the next day, it's like, girl, we can see. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Hey, back on the video with Sarah, I just need to know, why the hell did she post it? <laughs> I was so confused. Like, oh, because it, I think the video, I don't know if you've seen the whole video. It went for, like, a long time. And you know what? Like, I really didn't see anything negative in it. I did have my, um, I did have my social media assistant message me 
because I have a social, like I've got like a social media assistant who just helps me to try to like, um, she sort of brings things to my attention. She doesn't do anything on there, but she just brings things to my attention. She keeps like, because like otherwise I live like 24 seven in my phone, mm, but she'll DMs. bring things to my attention and say, Hey Jess, like I really think she messaged me saying, Hey Jess, I really think that you should um, tell Sarah to take down the video and you should also turn off commenting for a bit. And I was like, what freaking video? And I was like, and oh, I, so I'm not turning my commenting off. And then I seen the video and it wasn't, it wasn't actually in a negative, it wasn't trying to come from a negative space at all. It was just, we were on the way to the reunion. We're having like a, we we're filming in the car and we're just having like a little bit of banter back and forth. And, you know, it's like, um, Sarah was just trying to like ask questions like, oh, who do you hope will be there? Who do you hope won't be there? And the comment, the, the, those two comments that I made, those split second comments, have just blown up you know even even Cyril said oh I don't even know who the blonde one in the back was and it's like why do you remember my name for then because you know that this is going to get media traction you know it's going to get traction on your Instagram you know that you're probably going to get a little bit more of a following back because she lost quite a few fans when she um after the reunion and it's like you know what if you live your entire life through Instagram if you live your entire world is based on your following and who like what people say about you, then I feel so sorry because I'm actually sitting next to somebody who I genuinely care about, who's real, he's here in the flesh and his opinion matters to me and he's not online. My family, I can ring up. My family, I can go and see. Like they're people that I genuinely care about and I love the people that support me on my Instagram. I think it's great that I have such an amazing platform and so many supportive people. But like I would never try and bring another person down on my social media just to gain respect from others. Well, that's a good attitude to have. Why did Sarah like, okay, so she posted the video and then she's posted that you and Ashley requested her to move it down. And she said that she deleted the video out of respect for you guys. But then she also wrote, I will tell my side of the story soon. <laughs> what did she mean by that? It didn't make any sense to me. Like, what is there to tell? Like, why she posted? Like, I don't understand. I don't actually know. Cause she, 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 did, she messaged me, um, not long after, because I said to her, I was like, oh, hey, babe, like, you know, getting a little bit of um <laughs> backlash. backlash from what you posted, even though I can see through what was said, um, maybe just take it down for now and, um, like, let me let me try and um, talk, you know. I didn't know. I didn't know that Ashley had take, asked her to take it down as well. And when she said she's going to tell her side, I think she was going to try and like actually explain to people what she meant, what those comments were, what actually what they actually meant. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I think okay. there is some. Cause she, I don't really know, actually. Because she was like, I didn't get a choice about who I was in the car with. But I'm like, yeah, well, you had, a choice, you had a choice about what you filmed and what you posted. Like, it didn't make any sense. It's like, you obviously knew that was going to get backlash and you've posted it. You, mm. had a, you made the choice to post it. But, like, she's trying to throw off, like, I'm not friends with them. I didn't get a choice about being in the car. And it's like, it's not about you being in the car with them. It's about why the hell did you post it? Yeah, so my media assistant also um, brought that to my attention. And she was like, you know, is this a little bit, is she being like a bit of a bitch? And I said, look, I know Sarah. I uh, met her quite a few times. She's un- she's only been nothing but lovely to me. I think, you know what it is? Like, and this is what I said to my dad as well. So my dad said, I'm so glad the Australian public can see you for who you are, baby girl. And I'm so glad that you were actually true to yourself and you showed who you were and your maturity. And I said, Daddy, that's so good. But, like, you know, it's so much harder to sustain love in the media than it is to be sustainable to hate 
or someone that people can, you know, the villain. And so Sarah is somebody that people actually really do look up to, like somebody that she's, she's always the nice one. She's always based in that. So I think she was just trying to protect her image in a little bit there, which is so fine. Like, that's cool. Sarah's, I, I, I don't have any bad um, animosity towards her. I think she's a great person. Um, but yeah, I think she was just trying to protect herself a little bit because she probably, she's not used to it. She's not used to people saying nasty things to her. She's probably not used to people copying the messages, whereas I'm, I'm so (laughs) used to it. And so she might've been trying to like do a little bit of disassociation. Yeah, Yeah, I think she was trying to, yeah, just, just sort of, you know, uh, detach herself a little bit from it and, 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 and try to keep her platform because for a lot of us, you know, like I make a very like good paycheck off of my social media and I'm, you know, uh, Sarah's got quite a lot more followers than me and I'm sure she makes quite a good a good amount of money as well. So she's probably trying to uh, reiterate to her followers that she is still, you know, Sarah and who is lovely and who is, you know, on, on, on everybody's side. And she's, she, she, I don't know, probably trying to be like a little bit politically correct. Um, whereas my followers follow me because I'm just insane and I say it as it is and like there's no there's nothing on there that's like there's no cover ups on my Instagram and everyone gets to see the real <laughs> Jess on there. So the good you know, and the bad. I, I, I didn't, yeah, the good and the bad. And I didn't really feel like I needed to say anything because, you know what, people that follow me know who I am and my family know who I am and Sarah's just not used to it, which is why she tried to backpedal a little bit. <laughs> and that's fine. Like, that's totally up to her. That's her platform. She can do whatever she wants with it. Her and I had a conversation on the phone and I still have all the respect in the world for her. I think she's a great person. Now, moving on from maths, finally, oh, tell us about your new boyfriend. Can I go? Sorry, tell us Wait, about your new boyfriend before you go. Oh, hello. Um, I don't know. Where do you want me to start? How did you meet him? Did you hear my voice just go like high pitched and like school girl? He's very like, excited, oh. very excited, aren't you? You seem very um, happy. He is, you know what? He is such. And I know everyone's like, oh, are you saying this about all your boyfriends? But like, Philip is, is like, he loves the good and he loves the bad. Like, he gets, he has gotten every 24 personalities of Jess and he just loves all of them. And he even says to me, he's like, honey, you're absolutely insane, but I love you. (laughs) And I've never really had that. Like, I've always had people that kind of want to date me for a little bit of clout or kind of want to date me because they want to get to know like Jess of maths or um there's always sort of been like a um you know like a a, what's the word um they will always got reason as to why they want to date me there's always like a ulterior motive yeah ulterior that's what I was gonna say clout chases (laughs) talking for like an hour half an hour hour and a half yeah so there's always been like an ulterior motive for people to date me and Philip and I actually bonded over we were both in relationships um at the time um, but nothing ever, ever. I know people are, people are going around saying that we, we um, like I stole someone's man or whatever. But Philip and I were really good family friends. So he's best friends with my brother. He was really good friends with my brother. And um, he and I were just always just friends. Like nothing ever happened. Nothing ever was, you know, was bad in our, in our friendship. And we, 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 he found out that he'd been cheated on. And I was, and I was in a relationship, well, just seeing somebody who had also was doing the same thing to me, but was like multiple women and I just Oh, stayed. wow. 
Yeah, so I was with I was sort of hanging out with somebody at towards the end of last year, and nobody it wasn't in media, nobody knew about it. But we sort of bonded because so we we would go back and forth with each other because we both knew each other's partners. And I'd be like, "Oh, this has happened," and I'm really upset. And he'd go, "You know, this has happened. This is how I feel." And we sort of bonded over that. And then um, Philip left his partner, and I left mine. I left mine a little bit before, and he left his. Um, not long after and then we were both like you know oh like this is shit you know this is how we feel and um I think just one day like randomly when he like after a while of us both being broken up with our partners he said to my brother because Philip's European so he's very like family orientated there's a lot of um you know respect there he said to my brother would you would you um give me you know permission to take your sister out on a date Oh, very old school. I know, very old school. He's very, he's such a gentleman. And I didn't know about this until after, like until like, I think just like a few days ago, he told me and I just laughed. I was like, thanks. So like my brother, Reese, but him and Reese are really good friends. So he obviously wanted to respect his friendship with Reese as well. Um, And then Reese said, yeah, of course. And yeah, we sort of just sort of, we just blossomed from there. So we already had our friendship for like, you know, a long time. And then we had that, like that small period of time where we bonded over our, you know, our hurt that we had in our relation and our past relationships and we really got to dissect each other really early on so it's been it's gone very fast like it's moved really fast like we so we're really really happy how long have you been and together for like yeah i just looked at him probably like three weeks oh three, my god weeks. i think it has to be like three, three months because are you living together oh my god it has gone quickly i heard you guys <laughs> saying know. you loved each other the other night wow i know but, but, but see everybody oh, but you've known like, oh, of course but we've known each other yeah, for like that's a very true. long time. So you had the friendship, the foundations there. That's true. Um, are you living together? Where are you guys staying at the moment? Uh, so Philip has, so yeah, we're obviously on, oh, obviously I'm on the Gold Coast and Philip's just recently moved in with me because um, he, oh, he's broken his tibia bone, which has just been fantastic for me. And he, I said to him, look, I'm, I, I work from home. I can full-time look after you. Um, and I and I prefer to have him around. And so I said to him, you know what, babe, like why why pay rent at a house that you're never in? You're always here. Um, you're a lot more comfortable. You know, I've got, I've only got, we've well, only got my housemate Cam who's on this seasons of math. Oh yeah, um, I forgot about that. Yeah, but Cam, you know, he he works a normal job. He goes, you know, he's he's away. Um, you know, during the days and everything. And then he, he spends his weekends doing whatever he does with his friends and stuff. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm basically in the house alone. So I said, why don't you just move here? And, yeah, so he has. How did he get injured? So, uh, he had a motorbike accident, well, a dirt oh, no. bike accident. I know. So the dirt bike's bloody going. So you're, at full, so you're a full-time carer now? Yeah, so full-time nurse, full-time girlfriend, and- full-time trying to get my muscles <laughs> up and off the ground, full-time studying still and, and loving what? And full-time <laughs> plumber. I saw you on Instagram the other night <laughs> pulling the poo yeah, out of everyone- the drain. I died. I was like, what a champion. And he's and Phil was just literally standing there like, babe, go deeper. And I was like, everyone's like, go and watch Jess's story now. She's doing the- And I'm like, why would I watch that? That's so. And then I started watching and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so invested now. And then I watched until the very end it was so you funny what? you did well the best thing about phil is that he's not like he's not like oh get the camera because my obviously like my day-to-day i feel my whole entire life like it's all over my social media like there is not a second that really goes by in my world that you guys don't see um because that's just how i've you know how i've sort of built my career and how i how i'm going you know being able to fund um my business so i'm eventually going to open and phil 
is probably one of the only partners that I've ever had that hasn't said, oh, get off of me. Like, he doesn't want the tagging. He doesn't want the, you know, all the, all of the clout. He just wants to be involved. He thinks it's funny. He's like, he's like, baby, 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 you've got to stop. You've got to stop because I need to get my phone out. So wait one minute. <laughs> like, I saw a Bunnings the other day because I was um, getting some plants to pot. And I pulled down, like, I was looking at pots, like, because obviously you have to buy pots and soil for the plants to go in. I was looking at one and I sort of pulled it down to see if it had any holes in the bottom of it. And all, it had been raining the night before and all this water spilled out on me. And oh it just God. went all over me. And he pissed himself laughing and he, and I just laughed as well. And he's like, oh my God, like, normally past relationships, like, they'd be so pissed off with their hair and their everything's wet. But you just laugh and, that's all we do. We just laugh together and we just we just have a great time. Like we don't fight. Like we have all these silly Polaroid pictures up in my in my room from like just these random nights. And it's just so carefree. It's easy flowing. It's you know whatever happens happens. And like at the moment, like it's really really great. And and I think he's probably one of my partners that I really do see a future with. Like I think there was an article that came out saying that we just we discuss marriage. No, we're we're trying for a family. Like we're not trying for a family, but you know it's something that we both discuss with one another and it's what we both want in the next you know year or so oh my god that's soon well i mean like we obviously have to see how it goes megan but like i like i don't want to waste my time with somebody that doesn't want things that i don't want anymore like i'm 29 i want to have children i do want to have all these things and i don't want to waste my time with a guy who just wants to be with me for a little bit and then piss off yeah he wants like more serious and settle down a little bit more yeah, and yeah, and that's that's exactly what I want, which is why in the media, you know, like people say, oh, she got a new boyfriend, she's got a new boyfriend. It's because I eliminate these people in my life that don't want that. They just want to keep partying. They want to, you know, keep going out. They want it. They want the media chase. They want this and that. Like, me and Phil are so happy. Look, he's been in my room for like <laughs> three weeks since his legs been broken. Two, three I weeks. Saw, I thought that you were maybe like in an Airbnb or something. Because I'm like, oh, maybe they got an Airbnb because he's like recovering. No, and I'm like, well, looks like a hostage cabin. <laughs> Not my house. I'm trying to get him like because I've got stairs. So like, and I've got a lot of stairs because I live in a townhouse. So I'm trying to get him up and down the stairs, like to change like his like I guess his view. So he's not like he's just cabin room, yeah. fever. He's getting today. Yeah. We've both got massive cabin fever. We're both like, oh my god, we're going insane. No wonder you were so into that toilet thing then. It was so funny as well because I could see Phil in the um the reflection <laughs> of the mirror filming and I'm like, it's so you're like, babe, hold my phone. And then there was like the ring light set up to like film this like toilet fiasco. It was so funny. Such good content. I know, and that's the thing as well. Like more normal boyfriends would be like, oh for fuck's sake, put that phone away. <laughs> Get the camera out of my face. I want the ring light because I need everyone to realise I've got my hand like elbow deep in shit all right i'm trying to plunge it out and i save i'm sorry i don't know if i could probably afford to get a plumber but i saved 600 bucks like i'm, I'm pretty sure plumbers they charge like like two or three hundred dollars an hour yeah they're expensive but also a word to everybody that's watching that's uh, listening to this do not flush baby wipes down the toilet <laughs> Well, you know what you'll have to do now? You'll have to go on like the what? block or something. You guys would be ready. All this experience in the plumbing department. <laughs> no, that's what I said to him. I was like, Craig, do you reckon we could do it on like the block or house room? He's like, yeah, babe, for sure. Second my leg fixed, we'll do it. Do you know what? It'd actually be insane if we went on TV together because we both we both have ADD. Um, so when we're together, like we're the couple that everyone's like, whoa, but like excited that we're there because we're just like a billion miles an hour like, and all this hyper energy and then we just like 
leave. Oh, you found your match. Yeah, yeah, I definitely have found a match. And you know what? Also, he's not someone who just blows like hot smoke up my ass. He's like, if he tells me, Jess, like, I don't think this is good, or Jess, like, I'll do some work, I'll be filming work or whatever, and he'll go, I'll finish it, and he'll go, nah, babe, not the one, sign of shit. And I'll just look at him like, <laughs> Goals! What? Boyfriends of Instagram goals. Yeah, but he's because he, he tells me the truth, you know, he just wants the best for me, and he tells me the truth about, like, you know, if, if something looks good if, if, or if it sounds bad, and I really appreciate that in someone because I'm so used to partners that are just like, yeah, babe, you're amazing. Oh, yeah, and just, you know, kiss up. And he, he's not that. He honestly wants the best for me and he doesn't care whether or not he hurts my feelings sometimes to tell me <laughs> that. I That's what you want. That. That's what you want. A little bit of honesty. It brings you back down to yeah. earth. But he's great. I Aww. love him. Well, I'm so happy you're happy. You guys look very happy. Keep the content coming. We love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody loves it. So it was funny. so good. It was like the content we didn't know we needed, but we <laughs> we all enjoyed it. Thank you. Well, it was good talking to you. You too. Nice to clear all of that up. My inbox was literally, I had to do a and a because I had so many questions. Like even people were saying like, oh. can you rehash like the inner Jess? And I'm like, isn't this old? And I had, I actually had some more questions about like, yo, but like, you know, we want the Eden, and Dan, and, but they want old, like, but- we want the Eden, Dan and tell situation. And I'm like, it's so old now. Like it was so long ago. So I did do some explanations on my story about it, but I'm like, mm, let's move on now. New season starting. You'll have to put in a um good word with Sam. Tell him Cam, to, yeah, tell him yeah, to get in lovely. touch. He's so like, you know what I said to him? I was like, you're probably in the best household that you could be in because literally, said, I've been through the ringer. Give him all the tips. Everything, everything that you should and shouldn't do, everything you should and shouldn't say, everything that you should reply to. Um, but he's so cool. Cam is so cool, and I think everyone's really gonna like, really going to love him. He he's just so down to earth. He's just a typical Aussie guy. He works a normal job. Like he gets up at five o'clock in the morning Aww. to go to work. He's really cool. Like even this morning, like I think last night, he's seen the whistle snipper downstairs, and he's like, um, he's like, oh, like what's what's that for? And I said, oh, well, I need to mow the front lawn, but Philip can't do it because of his leg. He's like, oh, I'll do it. And he comes home after a freaking full day of work and just whistle snippers the front lawn. I was like, I actually am so grateful. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> He's a nice one. That's good. What has he had any girl? Has he had any girls over since filming? Tell no, us. Give no, us some no goss. Girls. Is he still he's with got, a partner? No, there's no goss to give you. He is just a normal guy who goes to work. We hardly ever see him, but he's so lovely. Like he's helped Philip up the stairs quite a few times. Aww. And if I need help with something, he does. But I hardly ever see him, and he's the best housemate. And you know what? Like I said to him, at the end of the day, no matter whatever, like this is a safe place for him. Like this is his home. He lives here. He pays rent, and I will never speak out for him. Like it's completely up to him. Whatever he wants to tell anybody, but he's Damn. he's a great guy, and he and he does he does really really well, and he and he really shows his genuine colours on the show. So I really hope that his edit is true to his nature because he is a great guy. Oh, that's good. I'm excited to watch him. Make sure you tell him mm. to talk to me. Tell him I'm a good one. <laughs> Put him a good <laughs> one. Corrupt him. All I right, do. well, I'll let you go because I know you've got to get back to caring for Philip. And I've kept Thank you, you long I know enough. He's looking at me with sad like, face right now. He's probably hungry. We had a lot to cover. We had a lot to cover. I'll let you go. But, yeah, so good to talk to you, Jess. And you we'll chat too. soon. If you have any more goss, you know who to call. I know where to steal the cheese. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Bye, baby. Bye. Warning. Oh, my God. Okay, let, let's focus. Oh, my God. Um, That was so dramatic. I mean, that is the name of the show. Um, (laughs) Sitting here in shock, Jessica Power never disappoints. Drama is her middle name. Let's just say she makes me look like a fucking saint. (laughs) Just call me Mary Magdalene. 
Um, I'm a little bit scared that this episode's going to cause a bit of controversy, possibly reignite her feud with Cyrell for the 700th time. But let's be honest, this is what we all live for, isn't it? Right? (laughs) I don't think her feud with Cyrell will ever stop. I'm going to be like 88 and on my deathbed and still reporting on their feud. Pray for Megapuss. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate and review. Five stars only, of course. And please keep sharing So Dramatic around more than the Married at First Sight stars share wine in the face to each other. Please post a screenshot wherever you're listening to the episode on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, OnlyFans, etc, etc. That is not an ask. That is an order from Baby Boston himself. He told me to tell you guys to do it. So do it for Baby Boston. You can also follow me on Twitter at SoDramaticPod, Instagram at SoDramaticPodcast underscore and Facebook SoDramaticPodcast or the Facebook group SoDramaticPodcast community. Thank you for listening to another episode of SoDramatic. See you on Friday. Actually, before I go, I have a huge episode for you guys on Friday, actually. No more pre-recorded shit and it's juicier than a WAP and an Angus rump put together. I've got about three weeks worth of so juicy gossip to give you guys because I've been depriving you. So be prepared, bring your OHS safety goggles. It is going to be good. And we're gonna unpack the new Married at First Sight. So cannot wait for that. Goodbye, good riddance, good luck. Ciao for now. Kind regards. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. So dramatic with Megan Pistetto.